The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Zion Christian Academy, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Coach's Corner, Fast Stop Convenience Stores, Lee Company, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their ortho-quick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Tone Blue, covering the teams you care about. It's only on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company studio with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, coming to you live from the Lee Company studio, eight minutes past hour number two. Glad to have you with us. This uh, did you did did you see any of this? Have you heard about this? I did not see. Any okay, of that. so I've not heard about that. So Chase Briscoe, <laughs> who drives the fourteen car for Stewart House Racing, uh, spins Denny Hamlin out on late late. What? Okay, costs I, I, him the win. Costs him the win. <laughs> and I guess Denny's not very happy, huh? Oh, I mean, absolutely, just insane. The spin. Now, you see this is right here? Is that it there? No, this is where Briscoe goes through, goes, oh, through the takes, takes the Mario Kart route uh, <laughs> and just completely, look, I mean, I know Denny kind of pushed him out of the way there. Oh, okay. So just, that was his get back then? I guess it was the get back because it was, anyway, absolute mayhem. Uh, and Okay, so Chase Briscoe. I don't know him. I, I don't either. I, I couldn't tell you much. Denny about Hamlin, I'm familiar with. Chase Briscoe, I don't know him. All so, I know, I mean, Chase Briscoe isn't doing any commercials or anything like that, is he? But no, no, he doesn't do any uh, any any commercials that I'm aware of. But it just it, when I watched it, like I wasn't watching the race because I don't really enjoy road courses. I I don't remember where I must have been on one of the sports, the ten o'clock sports last night somewhere or something that I saw it. I saw the spin out late, but um, I didn't realize it cost Hamlin the win. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> it cost him the win. And, okay. and so anyway, and especially in the situation that that Hamlin's in right now with Kyle Larson, they were tied going in for the for number one uh, overall. So it, it's. Anyway, mm. I'm excited to talk to T. Willie, and we'll do that at the end of the week. Final <laughs> segment on Friday, we'll talk NASCAR with T. Willie. So I'll be interested to see what he has to say about it because it's it's going to be interesting. I, NASCAR said they're going to monitor. They're going to go back and listen to Briscoe's radio and see what they had see what he had to say. Uh, so wow, <laughs> I mean, just pushed him right out of the way. It's so great. Now, where are they this week? I don't know where NASCAR is this week. NASCAR is, uh, let's see here. It appears they are in. T- what can you be saying 
if you're Chase Briscoe oh, in that in situation? I mean, how are you justifying that? I don't know, but he seemed to be very calm, cool, and collected. I mean, Br- Briscoe wasn't in contention, was he? Uh, I mean, for the win, he was. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who did win? I think Briscoe won. Oh. Well. No, Almondinger. Almondinger won. Okay. That's right. Um, Larson and Elliott finished 3-4, which, surprise. But anyway, uh, they are in Michigan this weekend, so I guess our buddy from Jefferson. From Jefferson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Chip's tired of listening to us talk about NASCAR. I, I guarantee you Chip is tired of hearing and listening to us talk about NASCAR. I don't know. Chip, what do you think? Did you Do you, do you think Chase Briscoe – uh, knock Jenny Hamlin out of the way on purpose? Uh, don't think there's any question, but Chase Briscoe, no no relation to Briscoe Darling. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, 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 he he would be uh, he he would have been a better driver if he'd have just you know put some water in there from his from his hat. <laughs> yeah. Keep it from running yeah. hot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was yeah that was that in the the curb coming up yesterday was. And taking out what Bubba. five or six cars late? Yeah, I mean, you got Bubba and got a bunch of other folks too, and and uh, just kind of ripped the front valence off, and uh, and you know that was that was that was tough. Bubba said he had a he has a uh, a wedding to pay for, so he's going to keep quiet, but uh, <laughs> so he don't get fined. <laughs> he said, but it was some bull. Emoji. <laughs> oh, Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders, joining us here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Chip, how's your Monday been? Yes. Uh, it has, uh, since about, about the middle of last week, it's been nonstop, but uh, able to take a little bit of a breath this afternoon. So uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, scrimmage over the weekend? Is that right? Scrimmage over the weekend. They got they they did uh, they got going and um, normally they'll go about a hundred plays. So I think that was pretty much where they were. Uh, I think it was pretty much a consensus that on this first one the defense was probably a little ahead of the offense. Uh, and, and and you know it doesn't matter whose scrimmage it is or whose exhibition game. It's like okay is is it is the defense good or the offense not playing well? What is it? And but I know Scott Schaefer had been talking about his defensive guys, and he thought they were kind of ahead of where they were maybe a year ago. And apparently that kind of showed on the field Saturday. Um, from uh, Bailey Hogman probably did not have his best scrimmage. Came back, bounced back, had a really good practice today. Um, you know. Uh, Reed Blankenship had interception and a fumble recovery. Uh, you know, the defense got seven sacks on the day. So the, the defense made plays from everywhere, from the front end to the back end and, 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 uh, and, and all of that. So, uh, you know, I think from an, an intensity and energy standpoint, they were pretty happy overall. Uh, offense made some mistakes. Uh, but uh, it was good to see the defense come out and you know and play like they did and uh, and get you know ha- have the level of excitement they had uh, because that's a group that uh, you know after a tough season last year 
they need they need some some confidence right now. But you know, it, it's it's that balancing act. Do you want the defense gaining confidence at the expense <laughs> of your offense, or you know, how, how do you how do you answer that question? That and that that is the, I think the tightrope that that coaches and coaching staffs at every level, be it high school, college, or pro, kind of walk that during the preseason. You know, you don't want one unit just demoralizing the other one by any means, but at the same time, you you want it to be competitive and you want them getting stuff done. You spoke, when we spoke last week, last Tuesday, I guess it was, about Scott Schaefer and the confidence that he had shown early in this defense. Um, And when you've got Reed Blankenship and Greg Great coming back on the back end, you're, you're going to feel pretty good about that unit anyway. Well, you, you're right because, you know, you, you don't – you know, that's two guys with a ton of experience, and especially if you've got, you know, 100% physical Reed Blankenship mm-hmm. who, you know, and he is such a good run support guy from back there. But, you know, they're, they're also good enough, you know, at those twin safety positions that they can kind of play center field and allow you to play some man-to-man and leave that extra person in the box mm-hmm. uh, or even allow, you know, allow uh, Reed to come up and play the run. And, you know, if you've got a situation with, you know, especially when you only have three receivers going out, mm-hmm. that he can do that and, and allow some of that experience to come through and play some man, some man back there. So, you know, it, it, it you know, you just cannot coach experience, and it's like in basketball. You can't teach, you can't coach somebody to be seven feet tall. But but uh, you know, you, coaches sleep better at night when they have experience, uh, especially on 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 defense. If you have experience on the backside, mm-hmm. they sleep better. And offensive coaches, if they have experience in the line, they sleep better. And no doubt. Um... You mentioned a healthy physical Reed Blankenship really makes a difference in that defense. Is that is he a guy that can play at the next level, Chip? You know, it, it's going to be interesting to see. He he kind of reminds me of of uh, one of those Bill Bates kind of guys, in the sense that uh, although Reed is probably bigger and maybe even a little more physical than. Than Bill Bates was, but I think he's probably a little bit more athletic. I think he's a little bit more athletic than Bates was as well. Really excited yeah. about uh, about college football getting started, especially the Conference USA. I, I got got to see a little of uh, the UAB scrimmage over the weekend, so they're looking good. So I, I'm just excited. We don't want to hear that. I, I'm, I'm, we, we don't, we don't want to hear that. Well, I'm just excited about college football. So, uh, well, you, you can time. be excited about college football. We're not going to be excited about UAB. Uh, well. We speak for yourself. How'd you like that, JP? (laughs) (laughs) That's trash can juice. (laughs) Oh, Chip, man. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We always appreciate your time and and excited about uh, everything going on this fall and looking forward to football. Yep. Move-in day on campus starts tomorrow. So it's all – and, and Mo, you'll appreciate this. I've been out and about a good bit today. And it just feels like there's more people in town, as oh. if we need had room for it. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. Uh, move in day. That's it. It reminds me that my dorm no longer <laughs> exists. 
Well, you know, I was I was thinking it, it, it's it's forty years this week that uh, I unpacked my bags at Smith Hall. Wow. Wow. Yeah. How about that? How about that, <laughs> man? Um, <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah. Um, Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders, is here with us on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Chip, um, I guess your bags are are safely put away somewhere now. You you're not traveling anywhere anytime soon, right? Uh, well, I've got a little weekend away coming up, but not too far. And then the then the first road trip will be Virginia Tech, so we'll be heading up the interstate. Mark Owen's going to show you around up there, up in Blacksburg. Well, you know, there was, there was a conversation about that today, as a matter of fact. So that uh, is yet to be determined. Okay. But it is, it is on the, uh, it, it's on the, it's on the, on the whiteboard for discussion. All right. All right. Still Sounds trying, good, man. Still trying to get Chip to Cancun. Cancun. So. Operation Get Chip to Cancun. <laughs> still in, exactly. still in effect. Yeah. Still in effect. Just keep, just keep it going. We're, we're, it, it's quiet. It's like clandestine and, uh, I think it'll be a lot easier to get him to Blacksburg than Cancun. (laughs) Chip, well, I'll urge you next week, man. Thank you. Hey, boys. Bill Stauder, who gave us that question, says, well, he he copied and pasted Chase Chase Briscoe's Wikipedia, but he also said Marlon Oliver Briscoe, nicknamed the Magician, a former American football quarterback and wide receiver. Apparently, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any relation there. Yeah, Marlon uh, Briscoe played for the Broncos and the Dolphins. I, yeah, I don't know why he would have given us this unless there is relation. So I'm going to go look it up on Wikipedia, and we'll tell you on the other side of the break if there they're related. <laughs> Should be interesting. Uh, he also says that Mo is old, not as old as he is. <laughs> so we will uh we'll be back on the other side stick around southern middle tennessee sports today keep your home as comfortable as possible if you have any issues with your air conditioner electrical or plumbing systems call lee company our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. and Mo are talking about it. Yeah, that's trash can juice. Speak for yourself. For better or worse, on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Back to the Lee Company studio. Yep, they're fans too. Here's Chris and Mo. Welcome back in Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. We are live in the Lee Company studio, and we couldn't find any relation between Marlon Briscoe and Chase, but... We also don't know that there's not one. He, you just don't know. Stranger things have happened, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> I guess. Hey, uh, we are going to talk about the Braves. And yeah, we are. 
I think I think it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of unique these days. It's become are, more fun to talk about the Braves here of late. It it has in fact uh, nine and one over our last ten. Is that right? I think nine and one over the last ten. I think. Eleven and one ten, over. No, ten of their last twelve. Ten of their last twelve. Okay. As as was pointed out in a certain tweet last night. Anyway, let me just say this: you can acknowledge success and still want to be better. And anybody still, ever heard of Nick Saban? <laughs> you know, I, I thought I thought about that today. It's like it's a good thing he's not covering Alabama football. Oh, there's no because. Doubt. Saban would be rat poison in his butt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, yeah, I'm not even going to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to get angry if I do. I, I wasn't mad. You got to talk about it now. I wasn't mad about the tweet. Okay, David O'Brien, who covers yeah, the enlighten, Braves. Yeah, enlighten our audience. I mean, I know what you're talking about. There. David O'Brien, who covers the Braves for The Athletic. He's chiding a faction of Braves country for continuing to point out the shortcomings of the guy who comes out of the bullpen in the ninth inning but, for Atlanta. Who but I, not just that. I, I, I hesitate to call him a closer. But. Yeah, I mean, not just that, but essentially he, he, he basically said, look, you know, you wouldn't know that the Braves have won 10 of 12 if you read Twitter because Braves fans are pessimistic, essentially. And that's that's true. Um, it's also not exactly accurate in that, like I said, my, my Twitter timeline was full of, hey, Braves are in first place by themselves now after the Reds beat the Phillies. So uh, almost everybody who was complaining two hours earlier about for for good reason because there was no reason for the Nationals to be in the game on Sunday, and yet they were. You know, those are the same people who were saying, "Hey, look at us, we're in first place, yay!" And he apparently missed all those tweets, so it is what it is. But the problem that I had was him basically talking down to a guy who said just that to him, like, "Look, man, we can we can be." Mad, we can we can be angry and still be happy. Braves have <laughs> Braves have won ten of twelve and taken over first place. But Twitter is the place to go if you want to find out. Smiley only went fourth. Chavez stunk today. Will Smith stunk again. Blah blah blah. Gotta love twenty twenty baseball on social media. Twenty twenty. Did he no, write twenty twenty? No, I, I said twenty twenty. Darn. Gotta love twenty twenty one baseball on social media. Well, I sent you the. Mm-hmm. The screenshot. The screenshot. What what was the rest of that? Um a guy says, Will Smith been stinking it up for weeks. Give me a break. Which is completely accurate. One hundred percent accurate. And so DOB comes back. Yeah, we're watching the same thing, Twitter guys. Just this is the place to go to find out every negative aspect of your team rather than any appreciation for the fact they just moved into first place. But thanks for making my point. That's not accurate. Because I think if you are a Braves fan, you've you've watched this team surge, you know, since the the trade deadline moves to get, you know, Solaire and Jock Peterson a little bit earlier, and um, 
Richard and Rodriguez. Rodriguez, and and I think that's and, and that's part of the frustration. Who the uh, oh Adam Duvall, no Rosario. Oh, so yeah, <laughs> I mean he, he I mean, not got an entire outfield. Yeah, and a, I, and a closer I, from another team. A closer. Yeah, a closer. A guy who closes games. Mm-hmm. Who we've not seen in that role. get a sniff in the ninth inning since he got here, despite not having given up a run since he's gotten here. And, I mean, I've never really considered D.O.B. to be a water carrier, but the fact of the matter is if Austin if Austin Riley doesn't make that play yesterday, they lose that ball game. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a two-run double with two outs. No question. Washington's going to win that game 7-6. And Austin Riley gets the save. Yeah. Thank goodness. Well, somebody needed to. He also homered in the game, didn't he? I believe. Well, he homers every game. Yeah, I was about to say these between days, him and Ozzy, yeah, him, Ozzy, and Dansby. I mean, Dansby. I just. How did we get angry about the Braves are winning now? They're playing really bad teams. Well, but but they've played really bad teams at other points this season and didn't take advantage of it. You know, it. and that's that's kind of the unique thing is someone mentioned to me on Twitter that, you know, well, it's it's a shame that somebody out of the East is going to make the playoffs. And I don't know who said that, but. And I said. Let, let, let's look back at them. Let, let's catch back up with them in the playoffs. The Braves are 20. Hold on, I can I can tell you the exact mm-hmm. number. I don't I don't want to tell you something inaccurate here. The Braves are twenty two and twelve against the NL Central, four and four against the West, and that includes the Diamondback sweep in April. Right. So let's hold off on saying that somebody from the East making the playoffs is a problem, because. The Atlanta Braves have uh, interleague play is where they have struggled the most. Three and twelve interleague, thirty three and twenty eight against the East, and again that that run differential, mm-hmm. Oof, plus seventy four. That's insane. I, I just, it's frustrating just because you know, yes, I know that. Washington and Miami have pretty much sold their whole team, but they they were they were trying to win earlier this year. They they weren't just giving games away. No. Pittsburgh and okay, Chicago has one more win than Miami and Washington and just got swept by the Marlins. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pittsburgh is awful. They're 42 wins on the year, 42 and 76. So don't come at me and tell me that it's something like the Braves haven't just beaten up on trash teams all year. No. They yeah. just won a series against the Reds, who are right there in the mix for a wild card spot. Well, more than that, it's not their fault. I mean, all they can do is play the schedule that you put in front of them. That's that's what I'm saying. I just don't understand why, why you – well, it's a shame that one team's – the last time – that a team with a less than 55% winning percentage made the playoffs was the 
14 Cardinals when they won it. <laughs> so Braves World Series incoming. <laughs> we'll I'm just it. saying. We'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll, we'll. With this team, yeah. the fact that the Braves are even anywhere near with everything that they've dealt 500 with. after all they've dealt with. That's yeah. that's kind of the thing. It's like, dude, have you seen our roster? We played half our season with a triple-A roster. Our outfield was nothing but triple-A guys. Literally. And yet, 62-56 and 56 going into tonight's game at Miami. Let's not talk about that either. Against the Marlins, 51-67. and 67. That's a 6-10 start on Valley Sports South. Pre-game is now airing. On our sister station, 103.7 WKRM. Tukey Toussaint, I'm sorry, Tukey Croissant, gets the start Croissant. for the Braves. One and two with a 428 ERA. Braxton Garrett, the pride of Florence, Alabama, goes to the bump for the Marlins. One and one with a 665. Is that right? Oof. That can't be right. Hang on. That's not ideal. I don't, well, I don't think <laughs> it's right. No, it's a 465. It's a typo. Okay. Yeah, and as you mentioned, the Braves coming off a three-game sweep of the Nats, 4-2 on Friday, 12-2 on Saturday, and the 6-5 win on Sunday saved by Will Smith. Great job. Luke Jackson just continues to give us the Luke Jackson experience, and you know what? At this point, I kind of enjoy it. (laughs) Well, I mean, as long as it continues to – Ultimately, out turn out the way it does. Yeah, but he certainly he takes you through some things in the process. <laughs> uh, lead off, lead off, walk, double play. It's almost like appointment baseball. That's must see baseball. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. But I'm excited for the Braves. They get like I said, you get the, get the Marlins, then you get the Orioles, then you got to go and take on a little competition. Then we'll see what's up. But you've got a little confidence, mm-hmm. and you're hitting the ball as well as you've hit it all year through the middle of the lineup. And and as we said, when you bring Travis Darno back, that lineup gets really long. So deep. All it's of a so sudden. deep. Yeah. I, I mean, when when Guillermo Heredia, your number eight hitter, is ranked among the top ten in the league in doubles. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. That is not bad at all. And then when, when Max Freed is starting. Can we just play him then, every day? Then then there are no. Hey, and Huascar Yenoa gets to start tomorrow. I'm excited to see that. I'm, I'm hopeful. Hopeful that he's ready. Mo, give us his name, Braves history. August 16th, 1954, the debut edition of Sports Illustrated hit newsstands with Milwaukee Braves third baseman Eddie Matthews adorning the cover. In his third major league season, Matthews finished hitting 290 with 40 home runs, his second straight 40 home run season, and 103 RBIs. Uh, Matthews went on to hit 512 career homers with the Braves, Tigers, and Astros. So, Eddie Matthews, Milwaukee Braves third baseman, on the first cover of Sports Illustrated. That's interesting. Uh, not even the best third baseman in Braves history. That's that's Austin Riley. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> recency yeah. bias recency bias okay no uh that that's that's a good one i like i like it i didn't know he was on the first cover so now you know thing today i learned if, if you listen to our podcast, podcast you, you know. know uh the nashville sounds were awful <sighs> this week one in five up at louisville mm. they get the 
the Redbirds. Over at AutoZone Field. Have you been to AutoZone Field? I've not been to AutoZone. It's nice. I want to go. So, and one they, day. They serve um, barbecue nachos with the barbecue from Rendezvous. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm in for that. And you don't have to wait in the line either? Come on. Now, if they had a sausage and cheese plate, too. Oh, it'd be over, wouldn't it, no JP? Doubt. JP knows. He's mm-hmm. like, sausage and cheese, I'm in. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, sounds 50 and 50 with that one 40. and five. I'm sorry, 50 and 40. Thank you. Let's not make it any worse. <laughs> sounds 50 and 40 after that dismal series up at Louisville, Memphis. We'll go into tomorrow, 41 and 49. Um, Idle tonight, that six-game series again, starts tomorrow over in the Bluff City. The sounds have not been good against teams with losing records all year long, except Charlotte. <laughs> and they beat Charlotte pretty good, but that's about the only team that well, they beat Gwinnett pretty good. But Gwinnett doesn't have, a, doesn't have a losing record. They might have at that point. They did. I thought they were. Yeah, I think they were pretty bad then. Maybe not. Gwinnett was number was top was leading the division after the second week of the year. I don't know if they were when they came to Nashville, but they were really good early. Speaking of, Christian Pache has been tearing it up. So That's awesome. I'm interested to see how that plays out, uh, too. I, I hopefully, he will continue to tear it up there. So we can trade him away <laughs> and get something for I don't know. Him and Kyle Wright. <laughs> Feel free. All right. Um, real quick. Blood Drive, tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Tom J. Hitch Parkway, 1451 Tom J. Hitch Parkway in Columbia. The Blood Mobile will be there. Uh, It's important. Go donate blood. Again, that's tomorrow from 10 to 3 at 1451 Tom J. Hitch Parkway. The Blood Mobile will be in Columbia. Check it out. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the Titans, so stick around. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports State, presented by Mid-Tennessee Barn and Joint, returns right after this. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. show you've always wanted it's southern middle tennessee sports today from preps to pros live from the lead company studio with the hall of famer mo Patton. here's chris yow 
Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Glad to have you with us as we get finished with Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday of week one. Or week zero. No, no, no. That's week one. It 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 was week zero we at one that. time. Well, we tried that, and apparently it short-circuited too many high school sports writers' brains across the state. Educated so, people? Well, Supposedly educated people? Theoretically, yeah, because <laughs> they couldn't handle zero through ten. So instead, you had to go one through eleven. Um, Whatever. Whatever. I, I, I think it made for a cleaner, and then, you know, the playoffs were week 11 and on but why week zero because you know why not why, yeah. that's the real question what's it hurt why not week zero so anyway um, enough of that let's talk a little titans let's do they it. get the uh they, they get a little work in over the weekend and I, they're getting some work in as we speak apparently i think they've got an open practice at the stadium tonight oh that's, Good for them. I think it started at five. We've seen some video and so let let me just. Uh, this is the first thing I want to talk about. The NFL 100 came out. Not only has Ryan Tannehill dropped 14 spots from number 69 to number 83 after having a fantastic year last year. Derrick Henry ran for 2,000 yards. Two thousand yards as a rusher and apparently 2000 american yards 2000 american football yards (laughs) and apparently whoever makes the nfl 100 list thinks he did it all by himself because not a single titans offensive lineman is on the list well i understand they had a makeshift line but that doesn't mean that the for the last three years, they have been fantastic. Who would you have put on there, first of all? Because Luan was hurt. Probably Sembrello. I mean, he I, was... I think, and and I come off like that um, inferior fan or whatever, I, I think there's some sort of an anti-Titan bias out no. there. And, and I, I can't figure out why, though. It's, it's Pedal Taverns. Well. <laughs> it's, the, it's definitely the Pedal Taverns. Well, I'm... And you can't argue you with know, that. You know, if that is the case, then... <laughs> I can't argue with that. Case dismissed, you know, yeah. And they're I mean. still there. They haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> yes, after after my little trip this weekend, they're they're still there. I, I'll tell it's you. It's good people watching. One. Oh, no. I, I will tell you that... Uh, uh, you can tell us if you do. No. We no. won't talk about you. I saw a tweet where someone <laughs> said, the next mayoral race in Nashville, if you run... On the single issue of limiting those type or, of or eliminating, not you can't really eliminate. But if you, but if I'm talking about the fire truck and the school buses and like the pedal taverns, I'm okay with. It's the other stuff, the hot tub, the, the hot tub, and the, all, the the bus made into a limo, an open all of that open stuff. top limo, uh, pickup pickup truck extended out. Oh, it's yeah. the huge pickup truck? Yes. Jeez. Yeah, they're everywhere. All all of that's got to go. The pedal taverns, I'm meh, whatever, it's okay. Like, it, it's not going to hurt my feelings if they stay. But the rest of them got to go. If you ran on just that, you would win by a mile. 
You would win the the mayoral race in Nashville. <laughs> no, no matter what else. No question. I don't care what uh, you, you got. You got a plan for the budget? I don't know, but we're gonna get rid of pedal taverns. Cool. Okay, I'm in. Let's go. Let's so, ride. <laughs> so anyway, or let's not ride. <laughs> anyway, that's n- neither here nor there. Titans get some good work in over the weekend, and they, I thought they did really well. Uh, defense looked pretty good, but again, it's the first preseason game, and you're playing against guys you're not going to be playing against in week one of the NFL season. So, as a matter of fact, you won't be playing. The Titans go to Tampa Bay this weekend, and it doesn't appear that the uh, the Bucks will be ha- will have any starters playing. Well, they're the Super Bowl champs. They return a bunch of those guys. They pretty well know what they can do. And apparently, they're hosting joint practices with the Titans beforehand. So yeah, yeah. there's that. Yeah. I-, I think that's a that's a cool thing. I, I like the joints the joint practices when the, the Titans did it with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I think this is a these are positive things for the NFL. Well, I I think, again, when you can work against somebody who doesn't know what you're doing, it, it kind of gives you a little bit better perspective on what you're doing uh, and what will work and what won't work against somebody who you know, doesn't know what's coming necessarily. So I think it's a good thing. Um I would think it's pretty productive because, you know, folks keep doing it. But uh, it makes sense. It does. I am, I'm excited about this this team, and I think it's only going to get better. I think one of the reasons that folks may not be excited is because the offensive line seems to be a bit thin right now. Yeah, well. I think Ben Jones isn't working today. Um, Nate Davis isn't working today. I don't think um, Kendall Lamb is working today. I, I mean, they got some little nagging stuff, I guess. And this time of year, you have to be careful with that so that you don't take it into the season. But at the same time, you've got to know those guys are going to be available when when it does count. So, I mean, if if you're a coach, I would think you got to be a little unsettled regarding that that and you really were hoping Des Fitzpatrick was going to break away and it appears he is breaking away the other direction in the wrong yeah I'm going the, the wrong way <laughs> yeah um meanwhile is it Racy McBath is that his? yes out of LSU a a basically a backup at LSU is looking really good. So this is going to, the wide receiver room is going to be as unique as it's ever been. As we talked about with Andrew on Friday. Mm -hmm. All right, let's, let's, we got a couple of minutes left. Let's talk about Tim Tebow because, (laughs) because everybody else, as bad as it looked, it still got the job done, even though the defensive end just crashed. Yeah, I mean, just getting his way. He got in his way. I mean, he he sealed off the the outside for that running back. I don't think that's you can't tell me that that's what they're looking for out of him. Well, I mean, what I'm not really sure what else he was supposed to do. I mean, I guess just seal it. Why why did you go low? I don't know why he 
dove at the guy's hip, but whatever. Uh, yeah, no, that's not what you want, but obviously <laughs> blocking is probably the least of likely of his duties as tight end. I mean, if he's in the game, they're probably going to be throwing it. But if he makes the team, I think he's going to make the team because I think he's going to end up getting, Urban's going to get him the pension and then he can dip out. That's what I think is going to happen. I think that's the whole reason that he signed. Wow. Because he hadn't made enough money. <laughs> I guess not. I mean, I don't know. How about this, though? Uh, God, I hate to get in this because this is awesome. The Jacksonville Jaguars girlfriend that breaks the trade on Twitter and TikTok, her boyfriend or husband got traded, and she was the first one to put it out on t- social media. And, like, everybody, like Rap- Ian Rappaport and all those guys are are giving her credit for breaking the news. It was incredible. I've never seen anything like it. I missed that. Oh, it's, but... I'll show you. It is fantastic because they just he signs a five year deal. They buy a house. He gets traded to Pittsburgh <laughs> in like a week. Wow. <laughs> anyway, thought that was crazy. Falcons first fully vaccinated team. Well done, Kudos. Atlanta. Well done. I mean, not to not to push any agenda, but I mean, I... well, Atlanta, the city is kind of forcing it, so. That's good, too. There you go. All right, that's going to do it for today's show. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. MainStreetPreps.com for football coverage in high schools and all that. SM-TNSports.com is where you can watch the video. Go back and watch it. Like us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, everything else. We'll see you tomorrow for J.P. Plant, Mo Patton. I'm Chris Yasing. Have a great day and stay cool. Cool Columbia. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast brought to you by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. If you'd like to hear us live each and every weekday, tune in from 4 to 6 p.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia. Also visit www.sm-tnsports.com for the most comprehensive and timely coverage of high school sports in and around Southern Middle Tennessee.